Welcome to episode two of the Dads Unplugged podcast. My name is Nelson Osorio. I am a co-host along with Sean Pace. Hello, everyone. I am Sean Pace, your other co-host, joining you today on the podcast. Nelson, I'm excited. Our guest number two. This this is going to be fun. You're in for a treat. We have a doctor in the house. So, Sean, go ahead. You You know Dr. Wellness a little bit better. Let's get a nice little intro for him. Yes, his uh, his superhero is uh, Dr. Wellness, also known as Dr. Glenn Miller, but he is a doctor of chiropractic care, a teacher, a wellness advocate, and a father. We're very honored to have him on and an accountability for partner for me for some very important health things that I'm working on. And Dr. Wellness, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, Sean. Thank you for the invite. Nelson, it's great to meet you all. I'm really excited for this, man. I'm I'm definitely stoked and excited about this podcast. It is overdue <laughs> and obviously necessary. <laughs> we think the same thing, and we're just trying to help out some dads and and to remind all of our listeners and the viewers on YouTube that this is unedited. We are keeping this raw, just like we are, just a couple of dads sitting around shooting the shit. And sorry if that offends anybody, but that's kind of what we do and just hanging out and having having a great time. And Dr. Willens, if you don't mind, please, would you share a little bit about yourself for everyone listening today? Yeah, sure. So as you said, my name is Dr. Glenn T. Miller. I graduated very recently with my doctor's chiropractic lab about a year, a little bit over a year now. Um, before that, I, um, I've been a life coach, you know, a certified life coach, I should say, a small business consultant. Um, and a more than a serial entrepreneur, but a serial intrapreneur as well. It means I had every type of job you can think of. I mean, every level. Um, I'm a kid that grew up from the south side of Chicago and, um, you know, one family home for the most part. Like I knew who my father was, but, you know, he had other things he had to tend to, you know, and, <laughs> and to be there. Me and my good friends now, we're, we're close now. Uh, but I definitely had a period of time. I was like, I just don't like this guy. Like, I don't know where, where is he at, but <laughs> we're here now. So, um, yeah, definitely. That's, that's, that's my story. And like wrapped up, like even this journey to where I'm going is based off of fatherhood. Right. Mm. Yeah, my daughter was born back in 2011 and it made me want to step up, you know, uh, move from Chicago back here to St. Louis to be a little bit closer. Um, I was kind of unfocused, didn't know what I wanted to do, uh, found out about chiropractic, was like, hey, I can either go, you know, cook and make food all the time because yeah, I like cooking or I can go get a doctorate. I mean, she could be proud of it. So jumped into that um, a couple of years later, graduated with my doctorate. And yeah, and here I am. Wow. That's pretty that's pretty awesome. And 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 what else do you do on the side when you're when you're not being a dad and and not fixing everyone's bodies as we're all misaligned and <laughs> not sleeping in the correct, the correct way. What else do you do? Oh man, outside of that, a lot. So a uh, recent author um, launched a book called Engaging Experts. It's an anthology. So <clears throat> that was my first kind of introduction as an author and it went international bestseller on Amazon, which was amazing. Um, outside of that, things I like to do, man, I, everything like this, that's not much I don't like to do. I love being outside. How about that? Like, I love being out. Traveling is one of my biggest, biggest things we do. Um, playing sports, um, um, playing games. You might find me, you know, it's on the page for playing, you know, Call of Duty on American Army every now and then, if not a lot. And if I'm not doing it and you see my name on there, it's because it's my daughter playing Fortnite. So, 
yeah, man, just just getting out there and experience life. That is that is my that that's what I do. Wow, that's pretty awesome. What what do you think drives you most as a as a father? What drives me most is the ideal of building something for her grandchildren. Mm-hmm. It's what's pushing me, right? Um, it was coming from a, a life of lack, right? Like I said, my, my father wasn't really there. He had his things that he was had to deal with, um, his, as they say, his demons, right? Uh, my father was, and <clears throat> he, I said, what do I want to categorize? He was an addict. Start off with alcohol, ended up with drugs, right? And my mom, you know, although they was married, but they couldn't really see eye to eye. So I had to watch my mother, you know, take on the burden of raising two children in a home by herself, working all the time. And then I watched the stress on her deteriorate her health, right? Wow. And so when my daughter was born, I had to make a decision, you know, do I want to end up like him or do I want to do better? And in my decision to say, I want to do better, I had to do two things. Number one, I had to face uh, my, I would say at at that point in time, I had to face my hatred towards my father. Like I had to come to terms with, I had to look and see like, it's so many things that I was so upset about and angry about. Um, Honestly, I didn't know how to be a man at all. whatsoever. I was raised by women and if you're raised by women, if you ask one woman what it means to be a man, she's going to tell you how she feels for that period of time. If you ask her again the next day, she's going to tell you something completely different because it's how she feels at that time. Wow. And then I go around and ask my sister, and then I ask my, my daughter's mom, and then I ask everybody else. And I said, no, this is not going to work. And um, in my research, because I actively started researching this, what does it take to be a man, our roles in society, what do we need to do? I found that we have an ability to decide who we are and how we're going to live and then hold ourselves accountable for it, Mm -hmm. right? That's our honor code. Mm -hmm. So once I faced that, my code then was, well, now I want to build for my daughter, not just for her, but for her children so that they will have some, they, one, they don't have to struggle the way I struggled, right? Nobody wants their kids to go through it. I want her to have character, but she don't need to, she don't have to do it. That's great. Mm-hmm. Two, I want to more than just get out of the struggle, but I want to actively influence her, right? And her thinking. I want her to know that she was loved, wanting and cared for and beyond my own imperfections, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, Finally, you know, I just, I want her to be proud, right? Beyond that, I want her to be proud. And so that kind of pushes me. It pushes me to do things just surface level. I don't have to just do things just because she wants to do it every day. She want to go out and have fun. I'm like, okay, that's great. But, you know, somebody got to pay the bills, right? <laughs> you know. uh, well, can I ask you, do you think that the impact that you're father had in your life, whether negative or positive, just the the impact that did that shape you more in the direction of being a strong male figure for your daughters because you saw such negative kind of what you didn't want? It was that kind of the foundation of, hey, this is who Dr. Wellness has to become. Absolutely. I have 100 um, percent. I think it was Tony Robbins. I heard him speak before. 
And he was he was talking to a client, uh, someone at his seminar, and, and she was talking about, you know, bad mouth her dad didn't do this, he didn't do that. And he said, if you're going to blame him for everything that went wrong in your life, you need to also thank him for everything that, that's right. Wow. Right. And I'm like, it's the same thing. My father not being able to be there for me allowed me to adopt other father figures. So I took the best of different mentors along the way. And I kind of compose who I am today based off of them. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's an ever growing process. I couldn't be comfortable. So because of that, you know, now I have, you know, wisdom from like Tony Robbins. I, I got current, like recent wisdom from Delano A. Johnson, man. I got, mm -hmm. uh, I've gained wisdom from so many different elders growing up, you know, learned how to fix a car with my own hands. Right. Mm -hmm. Like some people mm -hmm. don't know how to do it, but I figured it yeah. out because people, you know, different people showed me. Don't know how to do it. He can't do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I try to. I try to help him across the country, but Sean, the goal was to have guests that don't throw us under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, or learn how to cook for myself. Okay. Right? Here we go. Yeah. There yeah. We go. Now so, we're talking. Hold on. You can't uh, uh, gloss over cooking. What's the dish? We're coming over. What's the dish you're making? <laughs> Everyone has a go-to dish. I I make my mother's pork chops. Mm. Oh, I haven't had those in a long time. I've, I've never had let me rephrase that. I've never had your mother's pork chops. I've never had pork chops <laughs> in a while. Yeah, you know, hey, where, you know. where is this going? All right, so we're, we're coming over for pork chops. Got it. Yep. Yeah. So, amazing, man. So I, I have a question for you. Yeah. And as you as you talk about other father figures um that you've had, <clears throat> was it was it hard? to recognize that you needed that? Did someone like tell you, hey, <clears throat> because you're lacking in this area, because we you need to find someone, or did someone come to you and say, hey, I wanna, I wanna help you? How did you decide that was a path that you mm -hmm. wanted or needed to go on? You know what, for, and I was, I I'll give this credit to my mom. Early on, she did a really great job of making sure that uh, I stay active, but I stay active with like different support. So like religious background, right? Grew up as a, a Jehovah's Witness. And so we have elders that was in a congregation and she made sure that on weekends I was with the brothers. I was mm -hmm. with them. They were taking me out. She made sure that I was then influenced mm -hmm. by them. And they wanted me to be there. That was mm -hmm. also great. So I think it was because of men out there who wanted to be mentors. Mm -hmm. Right. I didn't know I was lacking it. I didn't know there was something I was going to be missing, but because they knew, you know, the type of value it can add and they reached out and she allowed them to be there. Uh, and she actively made sure to push me to be in front of them. I think that made a big difference. So when I got to the point of having a daughter and I'm like, what do I do? I knew the value of seeking help from somewhere else. So mm -hmm. rather than reading the book, rather than making a phone call for someone, uh, uh, just being vulnerable and, and telling them like, Hey man, I don't know what I'm doing here. Right. Yeah. Uh, she wants me to come over and, and like, you know, watch her while she sleeps. And I'm like, man, I can't feed her what I'm going to do. Like, I don't know what this, like anything I had somebody I can go to and call and they were like, okay, just calm down. That's what you do. It's a stinky diaper. Just deal with it. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Honestly, you know, getting a chance to see the perspective. It sounds like, sounds like your mom was very intentional about making sure you had that. And that's good for, you know, I, I was lucky to be raised in both my parents married together, still together. Mm -hmm. um, 
so so it is it's hard for me to put myself in the shoes of someone who has a different upbringing but hearing mm -hmm. it from you and and how you explain it how clearly you your mom was able to put you in a situation where you did have those male figures um translates into into being a strong dad who cooks mm -hmm. who's a doctor <laughs> now i question about the being a doctor what were you going through med through through your graduate school and everything before your daughter was born or was no. that no this was after so my metamorphosis happened wow after it mm -hmm. was she was the catalyst to dr wellness right oh, if wow. my daughter was never born dr wellness would never exist Oof. right and that's wow i'm telling you this because it's 100 true um glenn at that point in time didn't have any degree right except for a high school diploma i was working a couple of jobs i had no focus i just did what was fun at the time mm. um, when she was born and when i realized okay first i had to think well what do you want to do not that i had to you know i had no say so about the mom whether she wants to have a baby or not but i had full say so over, over what it is that I want to do about it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, again, uh, grateful for having some influence. I wanted to be there. So I moved from Chicago, came down to St. Louis, um, took everything I could, put it in a car and just drove down here. Right. A couple of months before she was born, I was staying with friends and uh, um, just, you know, essentially homeless, even lost uh, at the point in time when I left, just to paint the picture, we were struggling financially back at home. That was still living with my mom uh, and my sister. And we were struggling financially. So she ended up having to move and put everything in the storage. And when I left, it was like things started to deteriorate because that's basically a paycheck coming out the household. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So we lost everything we had in storage. So everything that I moved down here with was it. That was it. Wow. That's all I had. Wow. Right. And even to go further at a point in time, because I was house hopping, you know, around half the stuff I came down here with was gone. So I had to build from scratch, right? And that pushed me to be not just like multi-talented, you have to be creative. Like how am I gonna mm -hmm. make, like, yo, so I owe, uh, I went to SIUE by the way, for a while for undergrad and I owe them some money. So, you know, to kind of get some of my degree, right? It was like 1500 and I was like, you know, at that point in time, 1500 is a lot, I can't do that. Right now, that's like an average, you know, rent a mortgage. Mm -hmm. But you know, uh, mm -hmm. I remember while working for one phone company, you know, side job, and I'm trying to get back into school because I said I want to finish my degree for. I baked and sold cheesecake just so that I can pay off SIUE because the money I was getting in was just enough for me to pay bills. I needed extra, so I baked and sold cheesecake. So while I'm at the phone company helping people buy phones, I was like, hey, but I got some cheesecake over here if you want a slice. <laughs> but it was good. I, I I will proclaim that my cheesecake can sit up there and challenge the Cheesecake Factory. Yes, I will say that Damn. on the air. Come see me. We can find That's a awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> now we're never getting sponsored by the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Dang, bro. You can't call out our sponsors like that. <laughs> Full disclaimer, they don't sponsor us. No one does. No. Nope, not yet. Our, not our wives yet. don't even sponsor us at this point. <laughs> Full disclaimer. Um, man, that, yeah. Yeah, Sean, I don't know if you have some follow-up to that. That's... yeah. Well, as you, as you uh, are doing all this and, and there's other dads that are 
you know, going through probably some similar mm-hmm. situations that you are, what it, what would be one or two bits of advice you would, you would share with them as they, as they struggle? Because I believe all of us dads, we have a point where we struggle yep. differently, but you, you hit that kind of crossroads, right? And what is something you would tell someone if they're at that point right now and they're listening and, and they just think it doesn't, I can't get any better. I can't push through it. What would you tell them right now? Wow. I would say, uh, first and foremost, decide what it is that you, the type of man that you want to be. That's hard, right? Um, some men can't decide who they want to be until they know the type of partner they want to have. And, mm-hmm. um, some men can't even have a partner until they know what they want to do. So make mm-hmm. a decision on the type of man you want to be. You might not even get into the right, the type of field you want, but mm-hmm. the type of man that you want to be. So that's your, your honor code, have an honor code. Mm-hmm. Right. And then uh, practice the art of long suffering. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is it takes a while. I went from, being broke, <clears throat> getting paid every week, but being broke before by the end of the weekend, right? Getting paid every week. Friday, I got my check. By Sunday, I was starting it all over again, right? Mm-hmm. Working one of my many jobs. And um, I had a goal. And I remember uh, daughter mom was really frustrated with life. It's like, well, what are we going to do? And I was like, well, listen, it's looking bad now. Mm-hmm. But my goal is to not be broke before the next check. And so I started figuring that out. So once you decide what you want to be, you develop your honor code. The art of long suffering will give you the patience to allow yourself to build, to get to that point that only you can have, right? Mm -hmm. Only you can have it. You got to stay there and stay on your lane. Don't move. You don't have to move faster for somebody else. Do it at the pace that you need to go and that you need to learn from. Those, Those are my two advice, man. Just have your honor create your own honor code and, uh, you know, practice long suffering. Cause it's a, it's a trip. <laughs> wow. It's definitely a trip. That's, that's incredible. I mean, that's, um, those are two things that I don't think most of us tend to think about. And, and you're definitely dropping, I mean, honestly, some real gems there and, and talking about it. And it's a, it's a long suffering for so many people that, um, we just, you know, coming off of Easter, um, yeah. is was just for us for yesterday. And, and we don't talk about the time frame to get to that point and the suffering. And, um, I, I think we all find what our suffering is, as my mom used to say, it's, you know, we all have our own cross to bear or whatever you, however you want to put it to yourself, whatever your faith is and, and yeah. whatever you believe it's, it's understanding that to get to that ultimate goal, um, it, it's, there's going to be bumps in the road. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be that left, that left hook, that South South paw that's going to come out and knock you down. And, and it's, and it's getting, it's getting back up. Um, and, and, and as you have your daughter, um, now close by and and you've been there for, for a number of years, what are, what are some of the things that you try and imprint on her just in your daily actions as we try and show our kids and I mess up. I know Nelson's perfect and that's okay, but, um, yeah, you shrug your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, you know. Like, I didn't say it, but if you're saying it, you're who you're a smart guy. Who am I to disagree with? Wow. <laughs> and you're a liar. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, what are you trying to show your daughter consistently when you get to see her? Because mm-hmm. um, much like I have a, a split household and I, I see my kids only half, you know, half the time. I'd love to see them more. 
Mm. What are you trying to show her when you do, when you have that opportunity to imprint on her? What do you, what do you focus on? I want her, because I think one of the biggest impact I had when I was little is to realize how huge life was, right? And uh, I remember being young and being really creative and into so many different things. And, you know, it just looked different. So I, I imprint on her the um, variety that life gives us, right? You know, trying different stuff out, trying different foods, going to different places. Let's travel. Let's go to different stuff. Because when you realize how huge the universe is compared to your city or your town, mm-hmm. right? It opens up a doorway. I think it opens up a natural curiosity to to learn more, right? If you feel like all it's all about my city, you learn everything about your city. You're not going to be inspired to learn anything else. But if you realize, like, man, like other people got full ongoing lives over in the UK, and and food and 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 tasty cakes and croissants that they, you know, and here you are at home and you're drinking like a sunny D like, I need to go experience what they got going on over there. Right. <laughs> this so knocking on sunny D over here. Come on, man. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but you well, know, I gotta well, just say, you know, you, you reaffirm something that I've been teaching. I have a 10 year old son and I'm always like, try something new, try something different. Yeah. Uh, more so for him to discover what he likes and doesn't like. I feel yes. like we kind of go through life not even knowing how do you know that you don't like something if you never even tried it? Um, so it's it's one of those things where it's kind of like try everything once. If you don't like it, that's that's part of that discovery process mm-hmm. where you're like, okay, now I know. And then even question, why don't you like it? What is it? What can you change about it? Again, spark that curiosity, that creativity inside of a kid. You know, as adults, you know, like you said, when your daughter was born is when you pivoted to discover yourself more. Yeah. Imagine you're teaching a kid to do that as they're young, mm-hmm. I mean, by the time they're an adult, unstoppable. I mean, just really the sky's the limit. We say that, but then we're always pigeonholing kids <laughs> into like, you know, these little, these little areas. And then we're like, do whatever you, you can be anything you want. Just but, like that. Just, right <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, just, just be careful. Just be sure, really careful. Sure, you can go outside, but just stay in the front yard so I can see you. Like, don't, don't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Don't, don't take any risk. None. But then as an adult, we're like, yeah, go be whatever you want. Yeah. Take risk. And you're like, what? Uh, yeah yeah we are so, told that as as adults it's it's we're told to you know there's nothing you can do if you want to make a pivot if you want to make a change and uh, right. but we do at you're right at times tell our kids yeah great you can be whatever you want just don't be that and <laughs> everything else is great <laughs> that's really, that's fine. That's fine. yeah you can be whatever you want as long as i approve as <laughs> oh man you know and she's She's definitely a uh, and I will say a, a chip off the old block because as inquisitive as I was, she is too. And then once she decides on something, man, I mm. I really cannot stop her. Like once I make a decision, I'm doing this. And it might take me some years to figure it out. But like with her, she's doing her own uh, like makeup line, right? Mm. She's she's perfecting the art of doing makeup herself, and it is phenomenal. It's scary how good she is. Like I. I feel so bad for like the little high schoolers that she's about to go to school with, you know, because she's going to get to go and she's going to, she's not, she's perfected the no makeup technique where you don't know she have any on. And I'm looking at her and I have to stare and I'm like, do you have on makeup today? She was like, yeah. I was like, go take it off. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you're too good at this. What is going on? Like you're, t- she's great. Oh man. That's awesome. <laughs> but maybe it's just her way of trying to become, you know, maybe a spy. 
and she's great at being a chameleon. So, you know, oh, and like we said, you can be anything you want to be. She and... does costume. She does costume <laughs> makeup too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. You, n- you good. never know. You never know. Uh, <laughs> you know, we got a, I got a question for you that we like to ask every guest. It's um, what do you want your legacy to be? Ooh, what do I want my legacy to be? Ah, so Dr. Wellness wants a world where everyone is comfortable with pushing themselves to the optimal level. Mm. That's that's Dr. Wellness. Um, me, um, Glenn, right? My legacy is to create a sustainable system of or um of organizations that will continue to run and bless my family mm. far beyond me, right? Like I said, I want I want my daughter's grandchildren to have access. Say they want to start up a company and the funds is already there. Mm. That's what I want. So that's 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 my ideal legacy. And and to create that, you know, to create that for myself, Dr. Wellness steps in the superhero and say, okay, well, let's let's go put everybody to the maximum output that they can do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's get to work. Wow, that's uh that's pretty incredible. I mean, it's something that I think, you know, I haven't thought about that until recently is being able to think I think about my kids, but I don't ever think about my kids grandkids and that's that's powerful (sighs) yeah can i ask can i ask you i i did go through your instagram and saw that you wrote a book yes yes engaging experts actually right here so it's an anthology with many 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 authors i am one of them here it is engaging experts the title of my chapter is called the ace of all trades um, it focuses on being multi-talented and how to utilize all of your talents without being um, without being uh, uh, dealing with imposter syndrome or being typecast into one box, mm. right? But utilizing everything. For me, it's Dr. Wellness, right? Because not only am I dealing with healthcare, which is apparent because I'm a doctor in chiropractic, but I'm talking about your physical wellness, your mental, your spiritual. I'm talking about <clears throat> our cultural wellness, right? Mm. Um, financial wellness. I'm talking about every dimension and platform of wellness out there. And I can, and I have experience in all of it, but now I can do it underneath the umbrella of wellness. And um, I think a lot of us are very multi-talented, um, multi-dimensional beings with a lot of gifts, but we hide behind certain certifications or, mm. or, you know, approvals, which mm. is very limited. So I was like, no, man, I'm not, it's, yes, I got a doctor in chiropractic, but my, my knowledge was vast before chiropractic. Way beyond right? that. Way beyond that. Yeah. So that's, 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 that's what I'm pushing for. That's, that's that book. And I have a few more coming out that I'm so excited about. And I'll tell you guys about it when it's here. Yeah, no, we, I mean, of course, love to have you back. I mean, when you do another book launch, we'll put, we'll put the link for your book for, for all your social media stuff so people can find you. Um, just so you know, I have no certifications to hide behind. That's just, just the kind of guy. I'm just like, just, I'm just gonna, the perfect guy. I'm just not going to get it. I'm <laughs> dropping out of college because I don't want to hide behind it. That was my goal. I was like, one day, this guy, Dr. Wellness, is going to write a book and I'm just going to be like, guess what? 
doesn't pertain to me. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, honestly, dude, the imposter syndrome is real. Especially, yeah. I, you know, I grew up in an urban area. You know, you you get you get a real sense of as an adult when you see people that deserve yeah. that deserve success, and yeah. they're just kind of turning a blind eye to it, mm. just because of it's it's powerful. That's you know, hopefully, people after hearing a little bit more about you personally. Definitely check the book out. But the book is written by you and several people, correct? Yeah, yeah, me and several people. So okay. yeah, I definitely I'll share the link. Uh, you guys can you know order it. Pretty sure it's on um, up on Amazon, and it, it was great. It's the first first piece of uh, published work that I have. I've, I've written other things, but never really yet published it. So That's um, awesome. and it's just mm-hmm. man, I'm ready. I'm, I like the bug done done bit. Now I'm just ready to write some more, get some more things out. Man, I'm excited. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah, that is that's wonderful. That's uh yeah, that's pretty awesome. I haven't um published anything. So anyway, um <laughs> so on, on that wonderful note, uh what is your best dad joke? The best dad joke. Okay. Hmm. Okay, okay, we can let's try this one out. When when is a joke considered a dad joke? When? I don't know. Sean? When? I don't know. I don't know. When is a parent? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was awful. <laughs> In the best ways possible. <laughs> That's a true, a true dad joke. It's just awful in the best ways possible. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't know if you realize it took me a second to understand it, though. Yeah. It yeah. Clearly, think about it. I clearly was just like, I don't know what he's trying to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. A parent. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank there you. There you go. That's thank a dad you, joke. Wellness. Right. Uh, that, that, was, that was pretty. Pretty incredible. Um, uh, how do you guys stay with these? Look, I put this on for show. It's hot. <laughs> it's like you, guys are, you, wow. you didn't. You didn't have to do that. You didn't. Have you, to I wanted that. to fit in, and I was like, "Man, these guys look so cool." Let me. And I'm like, "No." Nah, but they weren't know. plugged in to anything. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> You're <it>. awesome. <laughs> oh man. Uh, that, so before we get, uh, we start getting out of here. Um, I gotta ask. I can't see your whole shirt. What's your whole? Uh, oh. What's your whole T-shirt? Was a, a father's a gift. It's pretty that cool. Is, Dope black dads. That is awesome. That's awesome, man. My daughter, she she picks out some great stuff. She knows like like she knows I love anime. All right, I'm a huge anime fan, and so she'll find socks. And of course, she gets help, but she'll find socks. We're like, oh, I want him to get. It. She's so really talented at spending other people's money, but she's like, yeah, I want to get these for dad, and they're like. Okay. And then I'll get like a little letter underneath the gift that was like, Yeah, you're gonna have to pay us back some of this um <laughs> some of this investment. You know, she That's doesn't awesome. have any funds yet. You get it's beautiful. Children is like, you know, here, here's some money for you to go spend on me. Like this is great. For, for <laughs> Thank you. I didn't uh, know I wanted this. <laughs> It's yeah, you didn't know you needed it yet, but that is a pretty cool shirt. That yeah, is pretty thank awesome. You. Thank yeah, you. Definitely. Uh, now, nah, you, dude, you've been a, a a great guest. It seems like you have a wonderful relationship with your daughter. Yeah. Your career, we're excited to to be a part of it. Again, as you write other books, or as you have, look, it's not even as you write a book. If you have a milestone in your life, 
you know, as a dad that you're like, you know what, I need to share this with other dads. Yeah. I've had a breakthrough. I something happened, you know, reach out to us, come back. And and I I think it's it's exciting for people to follow someone's journey. And for mm -hmm. us, that's kind of what we're doing. We're following other dads' journeys and and allowing them to to share some of the struggles and the wins and the successes. Yeah. So so this is wonderful. Sean, can I do one of my would you rather questions? Yep. This is my kid's favorite game. My kid, we're in the car. Everything is would you rather this? Would you rather that? Um, Dr. Wellness, I'd like for you to answer first. So okay. we're not influencing. So this is <laughs> this is the one that that I asked him, and and I would love your response. Would you rather wear someone else's dirty underwear or use their toothbrush? <sighs> yep, that's the reaction. <laughs> you got you got to pick one. <laughs> what? Use someone else's dirty underwear mm. or use their toothbrush. You know what? I'd rather wear the underwear. I, mm. I'm much. Yep, yep. Toothbrush? Oh. No. Mm -mm. Dirty underwear. It gets it gets internal. At least you got like skin layers. You can kind of fight it off, whatever, man. But once you use somebody's toothbrush, that's like it's like exchanging a a, a, a sloppy French kiss. You know. Can mm. get a yeast infection. Yum. Yum. What? I guess we know what Sean would do. <laughs> Toothbrush. I can yeah. dip that sucker in alcohol and kill everything, including the brussels off of it. For well, it says, underwear, it says yeah. a dirty toothbrush, so I'm assuming you had to use a dirty. Oh, dirty tooth. Oh. Mm. Oh. Mm. 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 Um, I think there's a question think, that's even harder if you can picture the person that you're getting it from. <laughs> and the, when you said that, the picture that came to my mind was like, oh, ooh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. No. It's not that easy to answer these questions with a 10-year-old. Uh, wow. This is, like, uh, you, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I would I would also go with the underwear, as disgusting as that is. Yeah. I'm not sure I want to shove someone else's mouth juice in my mouth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just gonna say, bro, welcome to Dad's Unplugged, bro. This hey, is man, thank you. We talk about. You know? <laughs> I see. I'm thinking like on a physician level. I'm like the amount of things that I know that is inside a person's mouth. No, don't oh, go there. Yeah, no, yeah. Please don't. Uh, I, Just, oh my. Please. Save me. You have a better chance to wear the underwear on your head. Oh my! Yeah, I would. I'm the kind of person I'd rather not know how some things are made, and I'm okay with living the rest of my life. So you don't need to share that, Doctor Wellness. We can. Amen. Just throwing it out there. Get curious. So if anyone wants to really have that conversation with you, gross, about that, or wants to find you elsewhere, where can they contact you in the world of social media? Yes. So social media is I am. Dr. Wellness. That's um, everything from Instagram, Facebook. You just look up I am Dr. Wellness um, and or I am Dr. Wellness.com. Yeah, that's how you can get a contact with me uh, on Clubhouse on, again, Instagram. I'm really on Instagram a lot. I'm trying to work my way back into like LinkedIn and Facebook. Okay. But yeah, I'm a visual person. So Instagram just, it works. Awesome. Is this accurate? Is that that's right? That's right. I am Dr. Wellness. So without the at, but I am Dr. Wellness.com. That's work. That's it. Perfect. There we go. Man, this was this was wonderful. A lot of fun. Thank you so much for taking time from your afternoon. Um, and we we just like I said, love to have some follow-up with you. Sean, any last words? <laughs>
No, nothing, nothing today. Just really appreciate your time, Dr. Wellness. It's great. I'll keep Thank drinking you. my gallon of water a day. Thank you very yes. much for that. Good job. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it. We'll definitely, uh, we'll see you, see you around and love to have you back on again soon. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. This is great. I can't wait to hear this and all the rest. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> have a great day, everybody. And please subscribe and follow us and review us and let us know if there's another guest you'd like to have on our show. We'll do our best to try and get them on um, as best we can. As we gain our popularity, we're out there. Thank you so much.